0: You are locked on Dolphins. Your daily podcast on the Miami Dolphins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What's up, Dolphins fans and welcome in to the Wednesday, September the 6th edition of the Locked On Dolphins podcast. I am your host, Travis Wingfield, and I'm here to bring you your daily dose of Miami Dolphins football. On today's show, more opening day news as the Dolphins and Bucks game will not take place Sunday at Hard Rock Stadium. Where that will end up at, we aren't quite sure yet. I'm going to get you guys an update by the end of the show. Hopefully they have that information out for us by the end of the evening and our season preview show, going game by game and picking the outcome of each Miami Dolphins football game in 2017. But first, I have to remind you guys to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, tuned in or wherever you get your podcast from, drop me a five-star rating, write me a nice review. That helps me out, helps you guys out, helps all the doll fans out out there. Also, don't forget to check out the Locked On Sports family of podcasts, including the Locked On NFL podcast and Locked On Heat podcast for national and local coverage of your favorite teams. Lastly, follow me on Twitter at NFL. You can follow the show at Locked Fins. Check out my personal website, thirdand10.com, where we're talking about all the quarterbacks and everything going on around the NFL and college football at the quarterback position. But I just published a piece about Jay Ajayi and his massive workload. Yesterday's show actually made me go back and look at some of the percentages that the top running backs got in terms of how many percentage of their team's carries they received. And Jay Ajayi right there with 64%, with Zeke Elliott and Le'Veon Bell way behind David Johnson at 73%. But I think that that goes a lot into him not playing much of the first four games. So check that piece out, thirdand 10com It's about J.H.I.'s breakout season in 2016 and how 2017 should be even bigger. All right, guys, with opening day inching even closer, tomorrow's episode is going to be a very deep dive into the, film, uh, into the film room with the Buccaneers, finding out what they do on defense and offense and how the Dolphins can plan to attack that. Kind of my area of specialty in terms of football and film study. But first, speaking of that game, I got to tell you guys about Bus.com. What is bus dot com? Bus.com is a shuttle service, and it's launching this weekend, shuttling from Miami Beach to Hard Rock Stadium. Now, we know that's not going to be the case on Sunday, but we'll find out the details later on that. It's a $5 round-trip introductory price for week one. The coach buses are air-conditioned, bathrooms on board, no more dealing with traffic, no more dealing with parking, no more dealing with designated drivers. You can enjoy the game the way you want to with Bus.com, having everybody come together on the bus and ride as a passenger. Other perks of Bus.com, you can request a new route or a different stop the website so if you're not going to be in miami beach if you're going to be somewhere else go to the website bus.com and find out where you can find a new stop or a new route through the website also there is an app puts you in contact with other riders on the team that is bus.com your shuttle service needs to the stadium on game day all right, let's just get it right into this because this is going to be a pretty big portion of the show talking about each and every game. I'll try to talk about each game a little bit unless it's a pretty obvious one. I think you guys might know which ones those will be. But we start off week one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As I record this right now, we don't know when the game is going to happen. It sounds more and more likely that the Dolphins will open on Sunday against the Bucks, but at a neutral site. It sounds like the NFL wants to put the Dolphins and Bucks game back at week 11 where both teams have a bye week and just move the game back there. But neither of the teams want that. They want to get this game under wraps on Sunday and do it at a neutral location because both teams don't want to deal with a 16-consecutive game season without a break in there. So looking like it's going to be Sunday. And based on that, I have the Dolphins winning that game. I think they're going to come out fired up under the, you know, Adam Gaze's second year, that kind of college type of atmosphere, play with a lot of emotion, a lot of energy, especially given this whole storm situation, worried about, you know, people back home. It might be a bit of a distraction, but it's the same distraction for the Buccaneers. And just speaking in general, the Dolphins are going to be a team that wants to run the ball, score a lot of points, and create turnovers. Well, there's no better quarterback than Jameis Winston to turn the ball over for you in big spots. He's a great quarterback, but he just has that one crippling downfall to his game where he just makes terrible decisions at the worst times of the football game. So I have the Dolphins taking this one in a close one, 27-24 to open the season, and we'll get to that more tomorrow. I probably shouldn't spoil that, but that's going to be the prediction as it is now. A win on opening day against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code BOOM to get $30 off your first month. That's BOOM. Talkspace.com slash BOOM. B-O-O-M. Week two, the Dolphins travel across the country to Los Angeles, and given the entire situation around the hurricane coming in town and, and possibly displacing some of the Dolphins players and family I already had this game as a loss to begin with, but I think this just really compounds with effort, compounds everything in terms of what the Dolphins will be focused on and, and how they'll play. I have the Chargers being one of the surprise teams in the NFL, actually taking the AFC West. So I think that playing their first game in front of their new fans at L.A., and playing in that small soccer stadium and going all the way across country and dealing with a healthy Chargers team, which is never the case except for early in the year, and dealing with that loaded roster, I think it's going to be a loss for the Dolphins going across country on the first road game of the year. So starting off season 1-1, one and one, winning over the Bucks, losing to the Chargers, brings us to week 3 against the Jets in New York. Win, I'm not going to go any further than that. Dolphins beat the Jets going away, no problem. Week four, the Dolphins travel to London to face the New Orleans Saints. And this is another team that I have as a surprise team this year, winning the NFC South, the New Orleans Saints. And I think their offense is going to be too much for the Dolphins to handle. The Saints like to score a lot of points, put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, and their defense hasn't been very good in previous years. But I think it'll be better this year, and they're going to blitz and try to create turnovers. Something the Dolphins can fall right into with their poor offensive line and Jay Cutler's propensity for mistakes and turnovers. So the Saints take that one, dropping the Dolphins to two and two. Up next, Week Five, Tennessee Titans. I just look back at the performances against this team in the past, and just it—it's not a good matchup. But the the Titans are so good at running the football and dominating the line of scrimmage. Their offensive line is just massive and and too good to handle. And with our lack of depth at linebacker, I think they come down to Miami again with Derrick Henry and Demarco Murray and run the ball down the Dolphins' throats and take that game again. So Dolphins fall to two and three, before traveling to Atlanta for the sixth game of the season where I wasn't sure about this game to begin with, but I'm going to come back to another loss, third straight loss, three out of four losses here for the Dolphins now, as the Dolphins drop one to the Falcons. That offense just has too many weapons for our secondary to deal with, and the running game is good. They can pass they can pass the ball to running backs out of the backfield. Our linebackers don't cover very well in that sense, so Dolphins dropped a two and four after the Falcons game and then come back home for a much-needed victory over the New York Jets, which they will get, improve to three and four, and then go on the road to Baltimore on a Thursday night And normally I'd say this game is going to be a loss because Thursday night road games, it's just never good for the road team, but the Ravens are kind of in a position of flux right now. The quarterback is banged up. He's going to be back for week one. So says the coach and, and the front office there, but even though the Dolphins have been kind of dominated by the Ravens in years past. I mean, the only two wins the Dolphins have recently over the Ravens were two kind of irrelevant games. You go back to 2007 and don't tell a Dolphins fan that this game is irrelevant, but the 2007 single victory was against the Ravens and they were like four and 11 at the time or four and 10 at the time. So not really, you know, a big game for them. And then 2015, the, you know, the end of the Joe Philbin era with, Dan Campbell coaching and the Ravens season fell apart as Matt Schaub took over for Joe Flacco, who tore his ACL that year. Dolphins won that game. But other than that, the Ravens have kind of been the Dolphins daddy in a sense. However, however, I think the Dolphins will come out and control the Ravens offense this time around. They'll have a better plan this time around and they can attack the Ravens and mitigate some of that pressure they create and just score enough points to kind of win an ugly game. One of those like 17 to 16 type of wins. So Dolphins get a win in Baltimore, get back to 500, go back to four and four before coming home to face the Oakland Raiders on Sunday night football. And I don't really like the Raiders this year as much as most people do. I think that their offense is fantastic. Those receivers, the offensive line, Derek Carr, they're all really good players. But coming across country has never been easy for the Raiders. Playing in primetime in Miami might be one of the first home games the Dolphins get this year, considering the hurricane about to hit the coast down there. I think the Dolphins will take that one, and it'll be another one of those close games, probably, probably more of a shootout. Dolphins get to 5-4 and four before going to Carolina for a Monday night football showdown. And the Panthers are another team I have bouncing back more to their 2015 form than their 2016 form. I think Cam Newton is dangerous as can be. Christian McCaffrey is a problem out of the backfield. That defensive front is very good. Those linebackers are very good. Going to give the Dolphins some fits on the road in primetime. Dolphins will drop that game and go back to 6-6 before facing the New England Patriots on the road in Foxborough following a bye week. The Patriots are going to be a tough spot coming back from Denver and playing in Mexico City against the Raiders. However, I just have the Patriots steamrolling the entire NFL this year. So the Dolphins dropped that one to fall to six and seven. Next game is at home for the Denver Broncos and Vance Joseph returns to Miami. Now the Broncos defense is going to be really tough to deal with. We know how much pressure they can put on a quarterback with that front seven and how well they can defend our three receivers with man coverage. All across the line on their defense. That's going to be a great matchup. These Dolphins receivers against those Broncos cornerbacks. I think the Dolphins get the win because of Trevor Simeon's inadequacies and his shortcomings at the quarterback position, and the Broncos' general lack of ability to run the football. So, Dolphins get back to five hundred once again, seven and seven, and then we head into the home stretch, the final four games of the year, going with the Patriots at home on Monday Night Football. Like I said, I just I know Jarvis Landry is talking about sweeping these guys this year, or getting at least one game from them. It, it, you know. <laughs> They're, they're a very good team, and I just think that they're too much to handle this year. Maybe next year, but Patriots going 15-1 and one includes two wins over the Dolphins, so they knock us off again. Dolphins fall back to 6-7 and seven on the season before heading to Buffalo to face the Bills, and just like the Jets, I think the Bills are going to be pretty terrible this year. I have them at four wins for the season, so Dolphins take the... Take the win from the Bills, get back to seven and seven. Season kind of hanging in the balance, still alive. And then they head to Kansas City for another very tough cold weather game. Man, this schedule just is not is unrelenting at parts. Especially if the Bucks game gets moved to the bye week, that would just be insane. But this whole, this stretch this rough stretch down the end of december all these cold weather road games all these tough opponents it's just going to be too much you know for a young team and, and it'll be a great learning experience i think this team's going to improve as a whole but the record might not show just because of some of the luck that happens you know those one score games in the NFL really all it really is is comes down to luck in terms of which way the ball bounces on one or two particular plays so you know regression on the record books is not necessarily regression from the performance but the dolphins lose to kansas City fall to seven and eight the season officially comes to an end at that point, and then they come back home for a you know as, as it's called a U-Haul game. All the players are getting their U-Hauls ready to go to go back to their homes, and they take the game from the Buffalo Bills to go to eight and eight. So, the official Locked On Dolphins podcast prediction for the 2017 season: eight and eight could be nine and seven, could be seven and nine. That's kind of where I'm at right now in that range, but I'm going with eight and eight right now, and we'll see what happens. I mean this this. You know, this practice is really kind of silly in a sense, and I don't wanna discredit myself for doing the show, but you know, predicting the whole season based on where the teams are in week zero is really kind of foolish just because you don't know what's gonna happen with injuries. You don't know which new players are gonna pop up as, you know, surprise good players, you don't know which players are gonna regress from, you know, their their old form they used to be a part of it's just so many different variables in the NFL and we know how that goes so eight and eight for now we'll do every game week by week as, as I said tomorrow's gonna be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers preview. I already told you we have I have them winning that game but find out why on tomorrow's show come back for that. But first let's get you guys some news. It dis- it sounds like the Dolphins and Bucks decision has not been made yet and will not be made until tonight, sometime this evening at the earliest are saying, but the decision has not been made prior to Wednesday. <laughs> On the location or the time or the week of the game between the Dolphins and Buccaneers. So, as it stands right now, the Dolphins don't know when they're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It could be Sunday. It could be week 11. It could be in Orlando. It could be in New York, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Atlanta. Who knows where this game is going to be, when it's going to take place? As soon as I find out, I'll let you guys know on the podcast. I'll tweet it out. Follow me at Wingfield NFL on Twitter or Locked On Fins on Twitter to get that information for you guys. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, give me a five-star rating, write me a nice review, and check out the other Locked On Sports podcasts, the Locked On NFL and Locked On Heat podcast for your local and national coverage of your favorite teams. And I want to reiterate to subscribe to the podcast. Let's let you guys know how much that helps me out. Tell your friends, tell people that are Dolphins fans that want to hear good Dolphins information every single day. That's what I'm trying to bring you guys, trying to get this thing bigger and bigger and let it grow. So I can continue to do it every single day and get you guys the information you want to hear. So tell a friend, subscribe to the podcast, leave a, v- a review and rating. Follow me on Twitter at wingfield NFL. Check out thirdand 10.com. We'll be back tomorrow. Thursday, the official start of the NFL season for another edition of the Lockdown Dolphins podcast, your daily dose of Dolphins football fins up. the list.